You know our slogan around here is better practice, better life. But we're taking this belief to the next level. And we've recently announced the creation of a new association. It's called the Best Practices Association. Our association celebrates the mindset that is better practice, better life. This mindset celebrates time, healthy living, personal growth, clinical excellence, and impacting the lives of your patients and your team through intentional leadership. In fact, we are the work-life balance experts in dentistry. The BPA will coach independent dental practices like yours to thrive by sharing best practices and operational habits, behaviors, systems, tools, and insight that lead to profitability and sustained growth, and you can still have a life. So if you're a dentist that wants to surround yourself with great thinkers, let us help you create your own version of Better Practice, Better Life. Go to actdental.com forward slash BPA or hit the link in the show notes. Yo, yo, yo. Hey guys, welcome back to another awesome edition of the Best Practices Show podcast. You ever felt like you were not being yourself? You ever feel like you'd like to connect with people better? You ever feel like you just want to be more of who you are? Well, now you have to listen to this episode. I have a good friend of mine on, and I share a story, and he shares his process with us. His name is Dr. Gary Sanchez. Today, we talk about better connections faster, finding out exactly what your why is. I went through the process years ago, and it changed the game. We talk about how it works and why it's important to you. So please listen to this episode. I hope you enjoy it. We'll see you soon. Hey guys, welcome back to the Best Practices Show podcast. You know the jam here. I get to bring on some of my greatest friends, teachers, mentors of all time and share some wisdom with you guys to create a better practice and a better life. And it's funny because today is a dear friend of mine from a long time ago who helped me with so much. And we're actually going to talk about better connections faster, which is crazy important to you as a dentist. And then we're also going to give you some formulas that'll help you just enjoy your life a little bit better which he did so clearly many years ago. And his name is Dr. Gary Sanchez. Gary, thank you so much for being here, brother. I always appreciate you. So, oh, thanks for having me, Kirk. This is going to be a blast. I, I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, I have too. I have too. Now, I want to tell you guys a little bit of a story. So uh, Gary has been a dear friend of mine for a long time. I've, I've invited him to speak to many conferences and back in 2009, Simon Sinek did a little TEDx talk in front of only 53 people. It was called the Why Talk. From there, there came a book, blah, blah, blah. I use it every day. We talk about why. We always start with why. It's changed the way businesses operate. And um, Gary was a dentist, sold his practice recently, and created the Why Institute. Now, I will tell you, years ago, I had a lot of challenges when I was growing Act Dental. He came out, did a workshop, took me through the why process, and I figured out my why. And he also helped me understand the anecdote for it. Once I did that process, 
I, I got to tell you, it was like a huge weight lifted off of my shoulder. I actually taught myself how to deal with myself in certain instances because I just always had to find a better way. Even when I didn't, shouldn't be looking for a better way. I should just enjoy the now. And so uh, I want to go through this whole process and I'll share a little bit of my story. But Gary, I want you to share your story. Who are you? What do you do? And what, yeah. do you, what did you do before? What do you do now? So our listeners know. Yeah, so in, in uh, 1988, which seems like yesterday, but obviously it isn't, I graduated from USC Dental School. And, and the advice that I was given by the gurus of that time was build a great product and people will come, right? I bet a lot of the listeners have heard that. Just go out and do the best job you can. People will naturally and mysteriously find out about you. And so I spent 20 years doing that, going to the best institutes, studying with the best mentors, having amazing study clubs at my practice, building a beautiful office, hiring a great team, buying all the technology, all the stuff that I thought I needed to have to build a great product, we did at a very high level. And for us, that wasn't enough. We right. still blend in with everybody else who said, yeah, I'm a dentist too. And my practice wasn't growing like I thought it would. And I became very disillusioned. I became very burnt out. I was just ready to quit. There had to be something better than this. And that's when I hired a coach, by the way, and I heard about this concept of why. Why do you do what you do? Simon Sinek did his TED Talk. I watched that 20, 30 times. I bought his book, read it many different times, and I said, that is what I'm missing. I have a great what, but I don't know my why. So I became obsessed with this. I called Simon. I said, Simon, I need you to help me discover my why. So he didn't really have a process for it, but we spent about eight months together going back through my life, looking for clues as to why do I do what I do? And when I finally figured it out that my why, like yours, Kirk, is to find a better way and share it, my life started to make sense to me like yours has. Yeah. And so I went back and stopped talking about what we do, crowns, bridges, fillings, complete gum care, all that stuff. And started talking about why we do what we do. What is it we believe? We believe that life is better when you have great teeth. In fact, you can't have a good life if you have bad teeth. And we started changing all of our messaging and our marketing and our branding, all based around great teeth, better life. And that's when my practice really took off. And as my practice took off, I started getting calls from other dentists that said, hey, can you help me do what you did? So I went back and figured out a better way than what Simon came up with. And I could help people discover their why in about an hour. And that's what you and I went through way back when. Yeah. You and I sat down and I took you through that process. If you remember, and your why came up just like my why, which is also to find a better way and share it. Yeah. Which then translated into the, the, the messaging for your business, right? Better practice, better life. Yeah. And just, just so let me add. Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. You go. I want to hear what you have to say. Well, I was going to say, I then started helping anybody that would let me discover their why. And I did this for thousands of people for free. And I started to notice patterns and trends and similarities. And I figured out that there's only nine different whys. And that was the most important thing I discovered. And then since then, I figured out not only your why, but your why, your how, and your what. We call that your why operating system, your why. And when you know your why, your how and your what, it gives you the words to create your message and be able to answer the question, why should I choose you? What is it that makes you special? Why would I choose Kirk? 
right? He's that guy that is an, a never ending search for better ways. He will never stop for the rest of his life looking for better ways. And when he finds them, he will share them. So if he tells you something, it's going to be better. Or he really, well, let me ask you, if something's not better, Kurt, can you share it? If it's not better, can you share it? No, I can't. I can't. It's it's actually, um, you're, you're provoking some visceral reactions for me. Like it's, it's Dean. Now, a couple of things. Um, it was really cool to go through this process with you, Gary. And it was, I remember there were nine whys. Now, number one, it is a blessing. Once you figure out who you are, it's a blessing and a curse. It really is. Because there are times I don't sleep very well because my mind doesn't stop. My wife is like, you got to get some therapy for this. And I, I probably should and could and you know, um, and there are times I just can't, I can't stop. Like there's gotta be a better way. It, you know, so as much as it helped me, it also hurt me a lot of times because I didn't stop. And I'll say this because you gave me the anecdote and I'll share with the listeners. You took me through this entire process and you're like, okay, listen, your entire why God created you. Like, this is who you are. You have got to find a better way and share that. And I've always wanted to be a school teacher. Like that was my thing. And I, I mostly, this comes up for me in a bad way when I'm in personal situations. And I'll explain when I'm with my family and we're at a great restaurant. I don't want this table. I want that table over there. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think this could be better. I think we could have the room, not this room, but let's get that room over there. And I often don't enjoy the experience enough because I'm dual processing about the processes and how it could be better. And when we're at the beach, we should probably be at that cabana, not the cabana that we're at. And you gave me the anecdote, which is today, it's good enough for today. Do you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not surrendering and I'm not like giving up. I'm just like, okay, today, this cabana is really good for today. I'll get up early enough and I'll beat those people to that cabana tomorrow. <laughs> but, but, um, but then it also translated into work because I was trying to do everything and be everything. Now, bring the, bring us back because I'll tell stories about this whole thing and how it's changed my life forever. But one thing I did was once you took me through that process, better practice, better life, that has been our mantra for as long as I can remember you taking us through. And we just say around here, it's got to check two boxes. It can make your practice better, but if it doesn't make your life better, we're not doing it. So for us, the acid test, it's just got to check two boxes. So how, if I'm a listener, let's bring the, the listener into this. Gary, how does this work? How does it apply to a dentist? Where do I even start? Awesome. So first step is go discover your YOS. That will give you your why, your how, your what, and it will create your message for you. It'll put it into very simple terms so that you can easily and quickly articulate who you are and why I should choose you. And then the second thing is do the same thing for your team so that you know who you have on your team how you all fit together and how you can perform at the highest level. Do I have the right people in the right place, doing the right thing at the right time where they love what they're doing, they're passionate about what they're doing so that you can build a really strong team. But once you know that about each of your team members, you will know how to connect and communicate with them much better, much faster. Yeah. Because you'll know what they're thinking. So if I had an idea that I wanted to bring to Kirk, what I would do is make sure that I show him how it's better, right? If I don't show you, Kirk, how something is better, 
than what you're currently doing. Are you going to have much interest in it? <laughs> uh, you no, know, no. So, um, yeah, I'm always, I, I mean, my ears are always open to, there's a better way. There's a new software. There's an easier way. There's a one-click button. There's a one-click solution. You have my attention. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. could, or you could start this with, I could save us 20 hours a week with one simple thing. Now you have my full attention, you know? So, um, so take me back to the better connections faster. If I'm a dentist listening, how would this relate? Gary, you don't understand. I have patients all day. I'm trying to communicate, you know, the benefits of the dentistry we can provide. How does this help me and my team? So what we typically do when we look, when we meet somebody for the first time or not even for the first time, uh, if you were, if you're watching this right now and you look at the screen and you see me, you'll look at my hair, you'll look at how I'm dressed. You'll look at if I have earrings or, uh, you know, you'll just look at things about me and you'll create a narrative around what you think you see. Right. You might come up with, you know, now I'm looking at Kirk right now. You might say, nice guy, friendly, funny, all those things that you could say about him, but you really don't know who it is you're talking to. But the narrative that you create is how you then treat them. Once you know what their YOS is, their why, how, and what, it strips away what you think you see, and it brings forward who is actually there. And you'll not only know who's there, but you'll know the language that they speak. You'll know the words that they need to hear in order to feel heard. And you'll know how to connect with them much faster. So it strips away all the BS, if you will, and allows you to get down to the essence of what are we talking about here and how can I best help you? So if you do this with your team first, you'll know how to connect with your team so much faster, so much better, and you'll really quickly be able to figure out, do you have the right person in the right seat? Right. But then if you do this with your patients, you'll know exactly what it is they're looking for and how to connect with them in the way that they will hear it. So we're back to Kirk again. If he was coming in as a prospect or as a, as a uh, patient, a pr you know, as a new patient, you would know that if you don't talk to him how something is better, going to make it better, he's not that interested. Mm -hmm. But if you mm -hmm. use the words that he wants to hear, so my why is to find a better way and share it. How I do that is by making things clear, first for myself and then for others. And then ultimately what I bring are simple solutions to help others move forward. So if it's not better, clear, and simple, I don't want it. Yeah. So if you want to propose an idea to me, you better show me how it's better. You better show me how it's clear and you better show me how it's simple or I'm not interested. Oh, you're... If you show me how it's better, clear and simple, I'm definitely interested because that's how I make a decision. Yeah. Is that making sense? Oh, it's making perfect sense. And I, I wish you were here next week because I'm giving out t-shirts to everybody on my team and our study club that say specific is terrific, vague is the plague, because that's the second step. We I, Once I know how it works, the steps, make it simple. We always say, say more with fewer words. That speaks to the simplicity thing, which is so cool. Um, now, I want to go back to one of the favorite videos we watch as a team behind the scenes is the Simon Sinek video on people don't buy what you do. They buy yep. why you do it. Can you tell our listeners why that's so important? 
Oh, for sure. When you talk about what you do, you blend in with everybody who does what you do. I'm a dentist. Oh, that's wonderful. I know five dentists. In fact, my niece is a dentist. Great. And that's what drove me crazy. When I talk about what I do, crowns, bridges, fillings, complete gum care, blah, blah, blah. You blend in with everybody else who does what you do. Even if you do it at a higher level, people don't know that. But when you talk about why you do what you do and what you believe, it connects to a different part of the brain called the limbic brain. We'll get into that in just a second. That allows people to make a decision because it feels right. And when it feels right, that's when they make a decision. So think about this for yourself. Uh, have you ever bought something you didn't need? For sure. Right? Right. <laughs> Why did you buy it? It was a story. Because it was a story I was telling myself or somebody was telling me, right? It wasn't the yeah. actual product itself. So where are you going it with this? It felt right in the moment, right? It felt in right moment, it felt in the moment. I thought it was going to make things. Home, yeah. Or on the way home or when the package arrived, and you're like, yeah, I don't know, you know? <laughs> So recently I was looking for a, a new vehicle. You know, I'd had mine for quite a while and I said, I'd try to figure out what I like. And so you drive different things until you find the one that feels right. I ended up buying this big blue truck and I said, I don't even need a truck, mm -hmm. but I bought this truck because it felt right. And then on my way home, I'm justifying it with the facts, figures, and features. So if you want someone to buy your product, join your cause, buy your service, you first have to connect with them in the, at the feeling level part of your brain. So, so let me, let me go uh, take a step back. Let, if you could imagine two big circles, one inside the other, and imagine that as your brain, the inner circle is the limbic brain and the outer circle would be the neocortex. So the neocortex, the outer part of your brain can understand facts, figures, features, right? Um, this, uh, and then the inner, uh, let me start over. So the outer part does facts, figures, and features, but decision-making doesn't happen there. So people might understand what you're saying, but it doesn't drive behavior, so they don't make a decision. The inner part of your brain, the limbic part of the brain, that's the part of your brain that's responsible for feelings like loyalty and trust. 100% of decision-making happens at the level of the limbic brain, but it doesn't have the capacity for language. So people buy things because it feels right. Mm -hmm. Then they justify it with the facts, figures, and features. So how you connect to the limbic brain is by starting with your why. Why you do what you do and what you believe. And that's why that's so critical. So let me give you an example. When Apple launched their iPad 3, most successful launch ever, $2.5 billion they made in a weekend, they started their launch video not by telling you what they have or what they do. They started by telling you why they do what they do and what they believe. They said, we believe that technology is at its best when it's invisible, when you're only conscious of what you're doing and not the device you're doing it on. And then they told you how it worked. And lastly, what it was, a tablet PC. So if you believe what they believe, that technology is at its best when it's invisible, then the iPad is a great product for you. Yeah. If you don't believe that, then it's not. So if you think to your own practice, the better able you are to articulate what it is you believe, the more you will attract those people that believe what you believe. And those are your best patients. Those are the ones you're looking for. Those are the ones that refer their friends and pay their bill on time. Right. Those are the ones you want. 
Yeah. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. And the multiplier here for me, while that makes perfect sense, and that's spot on, the multiplier for me is I always think team members, and I know you agree, are way more important than patients. You know, people say, oh, put your patients first. Oh, heck no. Put your team members first. Now, in a day and age where employment is just harder than ever, you know, everyone's complaining how they can't find the right people. I find that when a doctor has a hard time connecting with team members, it's usually a values issue or a, it's not so much the job itself or the pay. Those are important. Don't get me wrong. But what really happens when you get team members that are aligned with your vision, you guys care about the same things that you care about, which is your why. And I haven't pulled my team members recently, but I have 19 of them. And if I asked that, anyway, why do you work here? You know, I'm sure they wouldn't say it's a pretty cool job and we like the bald guy. That wouldn't be one of their responses. They would probably say something, I believe, in why we do what we do. I believe in what we stand for. I believe the work matters. Can you speak to any of that in this day and age? For sure. sure. So they don't have to have your same why, but they have to believe what you believe. Okay. And if they believe what you believe, that there's always a better way, that and when we find it, we want to share it. That we want to help uh, our clients have a better life. That we want to have help our clients have better systems. Our dentists have better systems. If they're all about better, and they believe in the value of that, they're going to love working for you and with you. If they don't believe that, that's ah, good enough. Ah, let's just wing it. Ah, we don't need any system. We don't need any of that stuff. They're not going to enjoy working with you. Yeah. So they obviously believe what you believe. And you're really good at articulating it, of keeping it alive. It's in your tagline. It's in what you talk about. It's the essence of who you are. And so if they believe it, they're all in. Yeah. And that's who you're looking for. And somehow what we do, the number one criteria for working with us is they have to love what we do. They have to love it. If they don't love it, I don't care what talent they have, what skill they have. If they're not, if they don't love it, it's not any fun for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now speak to the different whys, because you and I are talking about the whys that we, the why that we share, but there are eight other whys and we don't have to go through each one of them, but give us some perspective on how, how different they are. Yeah, you know what? Uh, then there's some new stuff that I haven't really shared with you yet. Uh, even to as much as you know about this, there's some new stuff that um, we're always learning more and more. Uh, we have hundreds of coaches now around the world that utilize our software. And so they t- as much as I teach them. And the, the nine whys are, I'll just quickly go through them. Uh, the first one is contribute, right? To contribute to a greater cause, add value, have an impact in the lives of others. The second why is trust, to create relationships based upon trust. The third why is make sense, to make sense out of the complex and challenging, great problem solvers. The fourth why is better way, which is us, to find a better way and share it. The fifth why is right way, to do things the right way in order to get predictable, consistent results. Uh, the sixth why is... Um, ma- um, challenge, to challenge the status quo and think differently. The seventh why is mastery, to seek mastery and understanding, uh, dive in deep, look for the nuances. The eighth why is clarify, 
uh, make things clear and understandable. And the ninth why is simplify, to make things simple and easy to understand. So one of the nine whys is your why. One of the nine whys is your how. And one of the nine whys is your what. Mm -hmm. So all of us have all nine whys. But one of them is more dominant than the rest. And that's the one that becomes your why. Yeah. And so it, when you have them all in sequence of most important to you to least important to you, you'll know the language that people, you'll know what's super important to them and you'll know what's not important to them at all. Yeah. And it really helps in making better connections faster. Yeah. What do most people get wrong about this whole process? You know? It, yeah. Do anything come to mind it. at all? Yeah. Something that comes to mind is, is people just pick one. Yeah. So in this building that my office is in, uh, the, the gentleman that owns it, instead of having them just discover it, he said, well, just pick the one that seems most like you. And then later on, we went back and finally did it and 80% of them were wrong. So if it's something that's your, why is so critical to your life, to finding your passion, your purpose, your direction, to knowing where your fit is, to knowing so much about yourself, why would you chance getting it wrong? Yeah. Why get it wrong? Why not just get it right and then utilize it in your life? Because like you said, Kirk, it gives you so much clarity. Yeah. Does it necessarily make your life easier? No, it may not. Yeah, and it's I- What you choose to do is, yeah. Yeah, I'll just share a little, I mean, this is way back when you helped me with this. And I don't know if this is the greatest analogy, but I felt like I was in a stream. And it was a deep stream and I was trying to navigate. Sometimes I'd be swimming upstream. Sometimes I'd try to be going across stream. Every once in a while, I'd be going with the flow and I'm like, this is where I want to go. Once I figured out these things, I mean, our tagline, how I work, what I do now, even the name of the podcast, I like, it just all, I felt like I started swimming with where the water was going. And so while I was putting effort into it, I felt like I got a lot of help with the rest of the elements around me only because I wasn't going against myself. I wasn't going against other people. I wasn't going against, you know, I, there, there, there are so many stories I could share. Like so many people, 26 years of act, they're like, you know what you should do with your company? Your company should take all the, you guys should go into accounting. You should go into financial. Blah, 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 blah. You should. And I was like, that just sounds icky to me. It's not, it's like not even exciting. And, the, and I would say why? And they're like, cause you could make a lot of money. And I'm like, well, that's great. But like, it doesn't give me any joy. But like, once we started figuring out like, this is why we do what we do. And, um, and so my encouragement to anyone listening is if you ever feel like you're in a stream and you're just battling forces everywhere, it's important to get a lot of different tests and reach out to a lot of different coaches. But I'll tell you from my personal experience, this was one of the biggest moments of my life was to figure out, okay, this is just who I am. And like I shared at the beginning of the podcast, it was still creating a lot of problems for me once I found out who I was and I needed the anecdote. So, um, so bring us home on any last, I want, now again, I, Gary, yeah. I want you to tell people where to go, but I want you to kind of wrap this up with a bow. Give us some final thoughts on this whole process of better connections faster. Yeah. And so where to go, you could, you could just try to wing it and I wouldn't recommend it because why would you do that uh, when you can find it accurately? So just go to whyinstitute.com, W-H-Y-institute.com. 
you can discover your why OS, your why operating system. It will give you your why, your how, your what, and create your message for you in about eight minutes. And so what you were talking about right there is super important, Kirk, because when what you do is in line with why you do what you do, you will have passion for what you do. Let me say that again. When what you do is in line with your why, you will have passion for what you do. And passion is the fuel that gives you the energy to pursue your dreams. Without passion, you'll give up. Without passion, you'll quit. So you have to have that passion to be able to move forward. So it's so critical to know what your why is so you can see what you do from the perspective of your why and know that you're going in the right direction, just like you did. It helped you say what, it helped you learn what to say no to just as much as it helped you learn what to say yes to. And that's when you can have the biggest impact with your life. And that's, I think, one of the most important things in making better connections faster. And the first connection is with yourself. Buddy, so good. So good. I am so grateful for our friendship, what you helped me with. And I'm just going to tell you guys, if you're listening, I hope you're listening. Check out Gary's stuff. It is awesome. And he's not only helping dentistry, he's helping a lot of professionals around the world figure this stuff out. And when you do, it's extra powerful. So we're going to put links. You know how this goes. If you're not taking notes, we take notes for you. You can flip up to the notes in the podcast itself, whether it be Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes. You can see links to uh, the great work that Gary does. I'm going to encourage you to check it out. And I'm going to revisit it myself because it's always powerful when you do that. But uh, Gary, stick around while we say goodbye to everybody else, okay? Um, Thank you guys for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed today, do us a favor, hit the share button, share it with your friends. Keep sending us suggestions for things you guys want to see. I get them all the time. I love it. And keep listening because we're going to keep bringing it so you can create a better practice and a better life. Now you guys know where that tagline came from. So until we see you guys next time or you hear from us next time, keep watching, keep listening to the best practices show. You guys enjoy your day. So there you have it. Another great episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hey, and thank you for showing up. I just want to thank you for being here and sharing the good word with your friends. And if you're really enjoying the podcast, could you do me a favor? Could you go to wherever you consume the podcast and just give us a four or five star review? Here's what that does. It allows us to find other great people like you. I love this profession so much. I'm going to spend the rest of my professional life finding great information so that you can consume it and your friends can consume it so that you can create a better practice and a better life. So keep spreading the word and we will see you guys soon. Have a great day, everybody.